Hey, all you fat cats and kittens. This is Tara Lynn Forever, and this is my episode one. I'm going to explain to you why it's called Tara Lynn Forever, because when you become part of my life, it typically lasts forever. For instance, I've been married for mm, quite a long time, over 20 years. Not too much over, though. Uh, I have two young sons that have been part of my life and still live in the same county as I do. We may not seem share the same house, but we do see each other regularly. I moved a mile away from my parents' house because we are inseparable and I'm always there to help out when in need. So that's why my show is called Tara Lynn Forever. So I listen to SRQ Radio on the regular. Uh, it's your boy Roy is the host of the show and I'm gonna give him a shout out and sponsor because he is my mentor again He came into my life for a reason and he is my mentor and again the title sticks forever um, I met my best friend in 2016 actually 2015 we've stayed best friends for all this time through thick thin We remain friends no matter what Seems kind of strange, I get it, but when again, when you become part of my life, it's forever. Anyways, so let's talk about what's going on in this world today. I live in Sarasota, it's beautiful, people love to go to the beach here, people love to come down all times of year, summer, winter, fall, spring, it doesn't really matter, we have a huge spring break crowd. Uh, we have a huge European summer crowd, and then of course we have our yearly snowbirds. The snowbirds are not here right now. Normally, we would have a lot of European people around. However, we have this elephant on our shoulder called Corona. I myself live in 34232 in the SRQ area code, and unfortunately, I live in a hot spot. Ugh. Who can imagine people that don't wear masks? Really? It's 2020. Come on now. Put your masks on. Let's all be safe and work on this together. Because I, for one, do not want to get the corona. And I really don't think you guys do either. If you're not wearing a mask, really? Why not? It doesn't make sense. Put the mask on. Bear it out. Yes, it's hot. I just got into my car. I'm driving to my job, which we'll get into a little bit later. Uh, but I'm driving there now. It's probably a feels like temperature of, I don't know, 106, 110, outrageously hot weather. The masks, they fog up your glasses. I get it. It's terrible. Nobody wants to put something else on their face. In the middle of summer, it's hot. It, they're uncomfortable. They're annoying. But they save lives, people. They save lives. It's real simple. You go in a store. You go around a crowd. You put on a mask. How hard can it be? When you get in your car, you get in your house, you take the mask off. At work, we're required to wear masks. When we go to the bathroom, when we get out of our seat, to get water, any type of reason we put our masks on. In our desk, not so much. We don't have to wear masks. Why would we? We're in our own private space. Just like when you're in your house, you're in your own private space. 
Next thing I want to touch on is we had a big release day yesterday. Huge. I mean, really huge. The 2021 Bronco was released. You can pre-order one for 100 bucks. Have it in six months to a year. They are awesome. The two-door, the four-door, they're both lit. Me personally, I like this sport one because it has the bike racks. But these things go off-road, they go in the water, they go almost anywhere. I saw them climbing down piles of rocks that I couldn't walk down if I tried. But they get down those hills. It's insane. What else is going on in the world today? It's been a big, big day for politics. Every day lately seems to be a big day for politics. The coronavirus has become some kind of like political thing, which I don't understand myself. Uh, Republicans don't want to wear masks. Liberals, Democrats, they, they wear masks because it saves lives. Uh, Republicans don't want to believe CDC. Trump himself says he doesn't need to wear a mask. He wants to open schools August, September. Schools and cities are saying absolutely not. Parents are in a tough, tough situation. Man, am I glad that my kids are 23 and 21. Almost 21. He'll be 21 next week. But close enough. I am so super glad of that. I cannot even imagine, begin to imagine, how a parent must feel. Like waking up, deciding whether or not your child should go to school or not. I remember when my kids were in high school, there was gun violence. And yeah, it was questionable about whether the school was going to get shut up that particular day or not. And there were times where I was scared to send my kids to school. I'm not going to deny it. There were times and days where I didn't want to send them at all. Matter of fact, there were even a few scares, bomb threats and so forth, where I freaked and told them to go home or went and picked them up. But this is different. This is that silent thing that creeps up on you called Corona. One day you're fine, the next day you're sick as a dog. This morning, I felt kind of headachy. Woke up, sniffled a little bit, thought, hmm, is this it? Do I have corona? Common thought for me. Every day I pretty much wake up, try to determine whether I'm sick enough to consider it corona or whether it's just a simple allergy. By noon, I typically decide it's an allergy and I can get my ass out of bed and get to work. Very important. But back to the parenting thing. So for people like me that have a job that they are required to be at Monday through Friday, I actually work Saturdays too, I don't work Mondays, but point being, they work, they expect their child to go to school or summer camp. All of a sudden, Corona comes knocking on the door and now they are taking a chance of kids getting sick by going to school. They have to keep their jobs. Nobody's going to want to babysit them at this time because they can't be around grandma. Grandma is at a higher risk of getting corona than little Susie or little Bobby or even me for that matter. Just because I have a 23 and 21 year old doesn't mean that I'm very old. I started my life very early. I 
again going back to my wonderful husband Rob who I have been with for 20 years but we started early not recommended for high school kids out there I have heard the pregnancy rate is going down which especially with these times that we don't know what we're living in that is a good thing wait delay pregnancy at the time we don't know what's gonna happen it'd be awful to have corona and be pregnant I've seen some funny shirts lately. I seen a baby onesie that said, yeah, they didn't stay six feet apart. People, stay six feet apart. Hook up with your Corona um, pen pal, but leave it at that. Leave it at that one person. Don't go outside. You can have that person that you shack up with. I get it. People are still having sex. Like I tell my kids all the time, you didn't invent it. It's not new. It's not going to stop. It is something that has been going on since the beginning of time. Matter of fact, you wouldn't be here if people weren't still having sex. So, you know, that's always going to be a, a part of human nature, part of life. What I'm saying is just don't go with the rando right now because you don't know. There's asymptomatic people out there. Asymptomatic people are people that don't show signs. They come in all ages, shapes, sizes. I've heard of kids in their 20s. I've heard of 30, 40, 50-year-olds not showing any signs and having corona. Which brings me to another point. Back in February, everyone in my office, including myself, was pretty sick. I woke up, stretched, felt like my body ached. Next thing I know, I have the worst headache of my life. And I called in. My mentor who worked with me at the time, no longer works there, but worked me with at the time, tried me to talk me into coming. There was no way I could do it. I couldn't move. Then I got the dry cough. This is before Corona was announced in March, folks. So, you know, it wasn't looking at it like, oh, she has Corona. No, it was looked at as a common cold. So I missed one day, came in the next day, still felt like I was suffering. Oh, by the way, that was the day we went to sushi at the office. And, uh, yeah, I didn't get to eat the sushi fresh. But uh, from what my coworkers say, it was pretty good. Anyways, everybody got sick in the entire office. My boss, big boss, who's probably the oldest one there, he got extremely sick, was out for two weeks, had a hacking cough, does not smoke, so it wasn't from that. He was tested for pneumonia, he was tested for flu, nothing, not a zip. Looking back, we feel as an office then we most likely had the corona. But do we know? No. Another reason why people shouldn't let their guards down. Just because it, they say it's been around since January, March, February. Uh, I've even heard back to last August or November. If even if it's been around in the United States that long, doesn't mean you had it. You could have had the flu. You could have had a cold all common things that people get in the winter and the spring so with that being said you never know 
testing is a whole nother issue. Going to test looks brutally painful. I've heard my particular doctor has a test that's non-invasive. I'd consider it. I'd consider not having, I mean, I'm sorry. I would consider having the antibody test with the invasive test. I don't know about you, but I really do not want some 22 to 25 year old who is new to the business shoving a Q-tip with spike looking thing up my nostril and into my brain matter. According to how it works, you have to have that thing shoved way back into the cavity of your nose. And I don't know about you, but it doesn't seem like fun. Then the testing results itself, I've heard it takes 14 days to get the results back. 14 days is a long time. What if you get the what if you get the COVID in the testing line? I've seen the lines. I see people lined up at 6:45 in the morning at my doctor's office waiting for their test. Some of them wait 2, 3, 4 hours. People are coming from Miami. They're coming from all over. They come to get tested. They come to make sure that they are COVID-free. Standing in that line, there's got to be at least, by number of average, at least for every 30 people, I would say one that tests positive. Now, these are not facts. These are just going by my statistics. That one out of 30 in that line probably has it. The reason I'm saying one out of 30 is because they wouldn't be in that line if they didn't feel that there was a chance that they had it. They wouldn't be in that line if they didn't have a reason to be in that line because nobody wants to have it done. I didn't wake up this morning, and I don't think you did either. I don't think anybody did for that matter and say, hey, let's go get corona tested just for the fun of it. Doesn't sound fun. Doesn't sound like something I want to do or you want to do or anybody wants to do. So in my opinion, if you're going to get tested, there's usually a reason. There might be a few here or, the, here or there that just says, I want to know. I can't stand not knowing whether I have it or not, whether I'm asymptomatic and I'm not showing signs. There might be a few out there, but the majority of people in line have a reason to be in line. So let's talk about something a little more fun. Let's talk about our beautiful beaches and how lucky we are. We have Siesta Key, Lido Beach, Anna Maria, Holmes Beach. Uh, we have Tasperson with the dark sand, great place to get shark's teeth. We have uh, Sharky's Pier. Uh, we live on a coastal island that, we live off of the land that has many coastal islands that are fun and available to us almost 24 hours a day. They've been shut down a couple times lately due to the corona. But, you know, like especially around the 4th of July, it was better to keep people safe than have them go out there and risk their lives. Stay out of large groups, 10 people or less. How hard is that? I even know somebody that got married on a random Wednesday and only had family to their wedding. You don't want to be the one that has a huge wedding and then 15 members of your wedding party 
ended up with the corona and ended up in the hospital. Not a good outcome. So keep your parties small, even at the beautiful beaches. The fishing has been great because there's hardly anybody out there. Um, my husband is a commercial fisherman. He goes right regularly and he goes often. He's uh, caught a lot of great things over the years. He's caught everything from selfish to grouper to snapper. I've gone. I enjoy it. It's, it's a fun thing for me to do. Oh, I didn't even mention where I came from. So I've um, started living in Sarasota when I was seven. But before that, I was born in Upper St. Clair, Pennsylvania, which is a suburb of Pittsburgh. No, I did not live in the hotty toddy rich area. I lived in the outskirts. From the time my mom was in high school to my cousin in high school, they always called their area the um, slums of Upper St. Clair. Not because it's not nice. The neighborhood is absolutely gorgeous. Hills everywhere, green land, grass, and uh, the flowers. Oh my God, the flowers grow beautifully in Pittsburgh. However, right around the corner, there's gazillion dollar homes. So, you know, I just like to make that clear. I live towards Bethel Park. Um, the Village 3 Mall, I lived in Monroeville. I moved quite a bit then, there. Then my dad got a promotion. We moved to Long Island. I spent a year in Long Island. No memory of it. I think I was two. When we moved to Long Island, I remember my mom liked it. We had friends there. She swam in the water with me and uh, we had to be careful of horseshoe crabs. Obviously, my little legs weren't long enough, but she had to wear shoes in the water. It's basically my memories of Long Island. After that, we moved to Florida. I had a grandmother that lived in Manatee County. She lived up in the area called El Conquistador, which is now more the area of uh, the Nick Boletary School. I did attend that school for three years. However, I decided... Tennis wasn't for me. I wanted regular high school. But back to, back to uh, first coming to Florida, I lived in a little city called Palm Harbor, north of Clearwater. And it wasn't very culturally diverse, to believe it or not, back then. We lived off of 19 in a neighborhood called Beacon Gardens. Lived there from the age of three, I think, till the age of seven. 1980, we moved to Sarasota. My parents still live in the same house. They've lived in off of Cattleman Road since I was seven years old. We were excited at the time, but to be honest with you, again, it goes back to the Terran forever. I wanted to stay in Pittsburgh. I wanted to be with family. I wanted to grow up with my cousins. I wanted to grow up surrounded by my aunts and uncles. And I was ripped away and brought to Florida. Didn't really have the opportunity because I was a kid and didn't get to this side. But again, it's okay. It's called life. So I moved to Sarasota when I was seven. I went to Fruitville. I went to Bayhaven. Went to McIntosh. Only school I went to for the whole time you're supposed to. Finished there. Went there for three years. Had some great friends who I still keep in contact with today. My best friend since I was 11, Jennifer Lyons, 
Oh, Rhodes now. She's been married for a long time, but will always be lions to me. Um, once met her in sixth grade, continued our friendship to this day through thick and thin. My other best friend, her name is Betsy. Uh, met her in 2015, and we're still keeping it real and strong. We see her all the each other all the time. Fortunately, Jennifer, she moved to Noblesville, Indiana, and has become very successful with her husband and her two kids. She has fun with her neighbor, but, you know, that's her business. Uh, they get along pretty well. Again, she's like me, stays close to home. She moved to Indiana her, because her mom did. That's about five, six houses down. At least I have a mile in between my mom and I, you know what I'm saying? But anyways, she takes good care of her family. I take good care of mine. That's just the way we were brought up, to always put our family first. When we say something is forever, it is literally forever. I want to give a shout out to It's Your Boy Roy, SRQ Radio. You're doing a fabulous job keeping it real about the corona in Sarasota, which is a very important topic. Manatee County has risen high. Uh, I was surprised by some of the numbers that he was reading the other day. I didn't want to be that Karen that goes on his show and says, blah, 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 blah. Kensington Park cannot be in 34232, but I, because I know he was reading it off of a factual document. But seriously, how can Kensington Park be in the same zip code as Bee Ridge? If it is, wow, that's crazy. I'm shocked. But I, I just don't see how that works. Again, I live in a hot zone. I live in 34232. I live off of McIntosh between Weber and Beniva. And yeah, it's pretty scary right now. The last thing I want to get is Corona. So if you're a mask hole, you're not wearing your mask, put your mask on. I want to give a shout out to SRQ t-shirts. I love them. I wear mine all the time. I have one that says, not today. I ordered Sarasota Strong for my parents. Also, I got my best friend one that says, trust but verify. All perfect things for each one of us. They, they fit comfortably, they're our favorite shirts, and we wear them day by day by day. Sometimes I catch myself not even wanting to take it off and wearing it two days in a row. <laughs> but that's not a good idea, obviously. I need to order some more shirts from SRQ t-shirts. So, this is my first show. I want to know how I did. My show is called Tara Lynn Forever. I'm living my dream. This is the beginning. SRQ Talk is my co-show. Uh, it's your boy, Roy, Sarasota. I'm sorry, not Sarasota. It's SRQ T-shirts. That's uh, a sponsor of his. And I'm going to give them props as well because they are just a fabulous company and I love their products. Also, in the future, I do have a few more things to promote. Uh, I have a company starting about doing DIY earth boxes. I, I have a balloon, uh, balloon decoration uh, business up and coming. And my best friend, Betsy, is a painter. And she has some amazing modern-day art that I'm going to promote as well. These are all things to come in the future. Obviously, this is episode one. They'll get better. I'm going to add music. I'm going to add some friends. 
you know, we'll see how it goes. But for today, this is the first episode of Tara Lynn Forever, and I'm pretty excited. I hope you guys are too. Feel free to leave me any comments. Feel free to tell me what you like, what you didn't like, what I can do better. I'm doing this driving to work on a whim just to kind of give it a run and see how it goes. I'm going to post it live so you guys can hear it, but I promise you moving forward, the shows are only going to get better from here. Hashtag take action. Hashtag live your dream. Hashtag don't be TAF. And if you don't know what that means, inbox me and I'll tell you. But for now, I'm going to say bye, have a wonderful day, and uh, let's stay safe, arrive alive, always. There's a lot of other serious topics, especially in the area I'm going to talk about. Uh, tomorrow's show, I don't want to focus all on Corona. I'm going to leave that up to your boy, Roy. But for now, I'm going to say goodbye and talk to you later. Have a wonderful day.